Hello friends, quick update for you today before we have a sort of reunion tomorrow and over the next seven weeks together. Um, as I said last time, uh, if you hear any screaming or anything, like I said, um, I am at home and so it's probably just my kids running around or something like that. But uh, we'll start off here, things to be aware of, the missionary pathway. I will put details in an email with the address and the who, what, where, and why, all that for you. Um, I'm actually really excited for the next seven weeks together. This morning I was working on, and I am doing this on Saturday, this morning while I was working on what we'll be going over for tomorrow, um, I was working on things for a few hours and it got me really excited that we're taking steps to move in this direction together. It will be challenging and there will be significant amount of time that will re be required of everyone each week outside of what we do when gathering. Um, and I'm 100% sure that everyone will grow from participating, engaging and taking seriously the next several weeks together. I'm committed to raising the bar and not apologizing for requiring work uh, from people. So just going eyes wide open that there will be uh, work required of you outside of our actual gathering time. Um, I, as far as you know, how much, I don't want to say it's a significant amount of time, um, but it will require some actual thought process for you to put things um, into practice. Granted, I can't force anyone to do anything but you would only be hurting yourself to not put the work in to grow because the reality is if you don't force yourself into uncomfortable positions and put time and effort in, you won't grow. So let's do the work. Uh, I guess it's kind of like working out. If you don't put the time and effort in, you won't get stronger and healthier. So as a team, as a church, let's put in the work to grow and get to know Jesus better and hopefully to bring heaven here to earth. All right. Things to celebrate, Chuck sent me a text actually today uh, regarding his alleyway that they've been working on fixing up saying that he received more feedback from one of their neighbors as a result of the work that they've been doing to repair the alleyway. Very exciting. All of us can build inroads with our neighbors in whatever creative ways we can come up with. Um, fixing the alleyway is how Chuck and Kathy are building inroads with their neighbors and their particular context. Um, very cool. So I wonder, how have you been building inroads and what feedback have you been receiving? Feel free to shoot me a text so I can share with everyone else and celebrate with you. Things you can do. Most important thing is to invite people tomorrow. I messaged some friends of ours uh, earlier today who I thought might integrate well. Um, and as I've also been, you know, kind of throwing it out in conversations. Um, I'm not the kind of, you know, evangelist type person to really, you know, share things. I like people to kind of ask me questions and I kind of share what we're doing. Um, so it's not really comfortable for me to, you know, just invite people. Um, and to be frank, I'm not sure if they will end up coming. I hope they do because I know that they would integrate well. But hey, I didn't want to say their no for them. So if you do know anybody um, who would integrate well and would fit in well, um, even if they wouldn't, um, then I would encourage you invite them. All right, last thing uh, in this brief update, things to think about. Let me start with one of my favorite passages, uh, Philippians chapter 2, uh, verses 1 through 11. This passage is oftentimes referred to as the hymn of Christ. And it says this in verse 1. So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. 
Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. I want to share a brief thought on humility, of which I think we can all agree Jesus displayed well. I don't know of anyone who is not working on being more humble. Um, And if they say they've figured out humility, that's a pretty good indicator that they haven't at all figured out humility. So as you listen, um, be self-reflective in how humble you may be or may not be and where you may need to display more humility in your interactions with others. In fact, in being self-reflective, notice the emotions that arise as you hear me say certain things and as I talk about certain things, which may be a good indicator of an area that you need to work on. Because for you to think that you have achieved humility or that you've arrived or that you are humble enough shows clearly that you aren't all that humble. Also, let me be clear, I have not arrived in this endeavor and likely never will. These are just thoughts for you to consider in your own self-reflection, ultimately asking yourself, how like Jesus am I really when it comes to humility? Now, it might be cliche, but humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. Thinking of your wants, desires, and needs less, and thinking of the wants, desires, and needs of others more. Quote, counting others more significant than yourself, end quote. I also want to touch on the idea of being teachable, which is one way that humility expresses itself. You cannot be teachable if you are not humble, because it requires you to say three simple words, I don't know. So being teachable is simply the ability to learn from others. I've made it a commitment um, in my life to learn from as many people as I can. That means my mentors and critics alike because I believe that I can learn from those who I disagree with and I can also learn from those who are critical of me. You're probably more humble than I am, but this is not easy for me because I like to be the smartest person in the room, which if you think about it, me believing that I'm the smartest person in the room likely means that I'm the dumbest person in the room because the smartest people are the ones who are willing to humble themselves and learn from anyone. I am a work in progress too. Now being humble requires admitting that you make mistakes, but not stopping there, but also learning from your mistakes rather than blaming others for your mistakes. This falls in line with humility because while pride says, I know everything and I am always right, humility says, I don't know everything and there's a chance that I might be wrong. So the humble Jesus follower looks in a mirror before pointing a finger. Being humble also requires working with people in a sort of team atmosphere rather than being a lone wolf. Why? Because those who are not teachable often don't accept advice or feedback or help because they already know everything. This also makes people who, quote, know everything prone to mistakes because they don't learn since they already know. So being teachable requires you to tell yourself that you are good at certain things, but there are also some things that you are not the best at. So you're good at some things, but you're not the best at everything. And you can learn from others in the room and on the team. The humble Jesus follower works with people rather than against people. Being humble also requires that you do not seek your own glory, fame, or fortune, but that you put the glory of Jesus first and subsequently put others before yourself. 
People who are not humble in this nature are never truly satisfied with what they have and are willing to go to extreme lengths to gain more. Now, the humble Jesus follower seeks the glory of Jesus first and foremost, and then puts the needs of others ahead of their own. Let me go over the passage one more time and highlight some ways from this passage that humility could and should show itself. Verse 2 says, Be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and one mind. So humility leads to unity. Verse 3, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit. Humility is not selfish. Verse 3 again, in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. Humility elevates others above yourself. Verse 4, let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also the interests of others. So humility looks out for the interest of others. Verse 6, though Jesus was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. Humility does not lord their position and power and prowess over others, even if they have the authority to do so. Verse 7, Jesus emptied himself by taking the form of a servant being born in the likeness of men. So humility serves others when they need help. And lastly, verse 8, and being found in human form, Jesus humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. So humility sacrifices for others. So as we journey together over the next seven weeks through the missionary pathway, let us remain humble and teachable, displaying the same attitude as Jesus. Let me pray for you. Jesus, thank you for um, all of my friends. Thank you that we have the opportunity and privilege to worship you um, as a church. And thank you for um, everything that you're doing with and, and through us. And God, I ask that you would help us to remain humble, to have the same attitude as you, Lord, and to um, display humility when interacting with, with one another and also displaying humility when we are interacting with people um, out in our own particular context. And so, God, I pray that we would learn, that we would grow, and that you would stretch us um, over the next several weeks that we have together. And um, I pray that you would use us ultimately for your purposes and for your glory and for the good of those around us, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, I'm looking forward to seeing you tomorrow, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, And uh, I'm looking forward to an exciting journey together. Chat soon.